This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Let's turn our attention to what's happening in the headlines. Developing at this hour, a woman behind bars, the second suspect charged with murder in a killing at a West Beaumont apartment complex. Last night, police arrested 24-year-old Michelle Cole in connection with the January 30th shooting death of Isaiah Brandon Wagner at the Beaumont Heights apartments on Phelan at Dowlin. She spoke with detectives before the trip to jail. A justice of the peace set Cole's bond at $1 million. Last Friday, police arrested the first suspect, 23-year-old Keydrain Perkins of Beaumont. He was surrendered to the Beaumont PD on Monday under a murder warrant. Perkins also charged in the fatal shooting. Justice of the peace Pengallen Sr. also setting his bond at $1 million. Police say more arrests are pending. Self-defense, the attorney for a murder defendant making that claim as his client's trial gets underway. Jarvis Cutton is charged with the October 26, 2020 murder by strangulation of Delvin Simon, his wife's cousin. Investigators say they got into a disagreement while watching Sunday football. Defense attorney Langston Adams is representing Cutton. He says it's a case of self-defense and he'll argue that point to the jury. The case is set for Judge John Stevens' courtroom to resume today. Tips to Crime Stoppers often lead to arrests like those you've heard, but the organization also has a major presence on campuses. Last night, Crime Stoppers of Southeast Texas hosting its 26th annual campus conference at the MCM Elegante Hotel in Beaumont. They call the award ceremony Texas Best. It highlights each of the local campuses and their efforts to aid Crime Stoppers statewide. If we can empower our students, empower our uh, faculty, and of course our uh, ISDPDs and the local law, law enforcement in those communities to do better by bringing them to these conferences and teaching them in these classes, then I think that that's what makes the program even better and can grow it even more and more. The morning show's Rocio De La Fe picked up an award for a story she did on the program. KFDM has been involved with Crime Stoppers for decades. Beaumont City Council deciding who will manage city government, at least for the short term and possibly longer. Council appointing Chris Boone, interim city manager. Boone is the director of planning and community development for the city. So he'll move into the interim city manager's position beginning March 31st. That's when Kyle Hayes will retire. The city is paying Boone $16,666 for each month. He takes that role plus a $500 car allowance. Council also interviewed Fire Chief Earl White, Public Works Director Bart Perkowick, and Human Resources Director Chris Catalina. Yesterday, by a vote of 6-1, to one, Council made the appointment. Councilman A.J. Turner voted against Boone. Turner says he supports Boone, thinks he's done a great job for the city, but he wanted to see Fire Chief Earl White as the interim manager. Turner said White has experience running a large department and it could prove useful as a manager. Mayor Robin Mouton nominated Boone. She says council believes he has the best combination of skills and qualifications of the four candidates. Mouton adds she's excited for the future and to see what Boone does in the interim. A search firm is helping the city look for a permanent replacement for Hayes. Reliable and affordable internet could soon become a reality for many Southeast Texans lacking broadband access. A group representing several counties hoping to identify and target areas in which there is need of high-speed internet. The Morning Show's Rocio De La Fe has the story. 
Reliable internet connection is often hard to find for those who live on Cravens Camp Road in Silsby. And as you go further down, it gets worse. Will Gore says the bad service makes it difficult to stay connected. It's slow as I'll get out. I mean, and we don't get what you call a reception or quality networks, you know, we'd like to have up here. Gore says it's an ongoing problem that came to light during the pandemic when many were forced to work from home and schools moved online. That's the ones that really suffer is kids, especially if you live out here in these communities out here. You know, it's hard to find a network to where they can actually work from home and actually receive the reception that they need. A new initiative by the Southeast Texas Regional Planning Commission plans to target areas in need of service. It's rolled out a new survey for residents and businesses in Jefferson, Hardin, Orange, and Jasper counties to provide feedback about internet connection in their specific areas. We know in the digital age now, everybody's got a phone, um, smart TVs, computers, and, and we know at the drop of a hat, anything can happen. And so to be able to connect uh, for, for work or for safety alone, uh, even to get uh, you know, hold of your loved ones should you know, something happen, it's, it's important. The study on broadband taxes is funded through the Economic Development Administration's CARES Act, a grant given to help the state respond to the pandemic. We all saw with COVID in particular, uh, whether it be school or whether it be work, um, some people were just cut off. If you have something that's that's reliable and affordable, then in the case of any type of emergency, you can go uh, online with whatever you need to do, um, whether it be a, a storm, whether it be a pandemic, um, any type of emergency situation. Once vulnerable areas are identified, Berg says they seek funding for a solution. Right now, broadband is a huge issue. Um, so there's a lot of money that's out there that's available to, to help fill those gaps and to um, to bridge where help is needed. Rocio De La Fe reporting. If you live in one of those affected counties and haven't filled out a survey yet, you're asked to fill one out, one per household. We've also posted a link to the survey on our websites, KFDM and Fox4Beaumont.com. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Well, good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here is a look at your forecast. It is Wednesday, February the 9th, 2022. Tell you what, just an absolutely gorgeous day yesterday. Light winds and plenty of sunshine allowed those temperatures to push into the middle 60s. Today and the next couple of days, it gets just a little bit warmer. We'll still see plenty of sunshine. And then, of course, we'll talk about a cold front coming in over the weekend. So let's go through Friday. Today, we'll look for mostly sunny skies, high temperatures back into the upper 60s. Winds will be out of the west-southwest and should be fairly light throughout much of the region. Tonight, we're going to see a little bit of cloud cover coming in by early tomorrow morning, so we'll go with a partly cloudy sky overnight. That should hold our temperatures up just a little bit, averaging out to the middle to upper 30s in the lakes and around 40 in the Triangle. Now, for Thursday afternoon, that's when we see our temperatures pretty much area-wide get into the upper 60s and lower 70s. A few clouds in the afternoon before clearing out late, and that will keep the sunshine around for Friday. We'll be back into the lower 40s for overnight lows and highs in the 70s. That's when we see another sharp trough push through the Midwest and take aim on Texas. And that's going to bring our next cold front to the area. That should be here on Saturday. The big question around this front is will we have enough moisture to produce any rain? At this point, the answer looks like it'll be no. There's still going to be a strong front. There's still going to be some forcing with that front. We just do not have the moisture available to produce any showers. We are going to keep a 10% coverage of showers in just in case we see a few uh, light showers across the area pop up on Saturday. 
but most of the region is expected to stay dry. Winds will turn to the north and be fairly strong Saturday afternoon. Highs will fall back into the 60s and continue to cool as we head throughout the weekend on Sunday. Overnight lows will be into the lower and middle 30s. So it's going to be a cold start for your Sunday, and highs only rebound into the middle and upper 50s across southeast Texas before starting to warm back up early next week. Now, looking into the long range, you go out to, say, Wednesday next week into Thursday, that's when we could see our next significant shot of some showers and maybe a couple thunderstorms. So let's recap your forecast for today. Mostly sunny skies, west-southwest winds averaging out to about 10 miles an hour. Highs in the upper 60s, both in the lakes and in the Triangle. And if you've got plans for Valentine's Day, Monday looks really good with sunny skies and highs in the mid-60s. That's going to do it for your forecast on this Wednesday morning from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.